Welcome to Preach the Word Podcast. My name is Ashton McDonald, and I'm your host. I have a very special episode today. I have a sermon that was brought to us by Reverend Darren Cunnigan on August 21st of 2022. The scripture reading comes from the book of Psalms, chapter 37 and verse 1. The sermon is titled, The Cure for Life's Complications. I want to take just a moment to say how much we love and appreciate the Cunningham family. Brother Darren has been a great friend and a help to me personally, as well as to our church here at Landmark Holiness Church. Their friendship and their support of us is greatly appreciated, and I want him to know and his family to know that we love and appreciate them. If you would like to contact us, you can do so by emailing preachthewordpodcast at gmail.com. Be encouraged as Reverend Cunningham preaches to us about the cure for life's complications. Thank you for listening. Psalm 37, verse 1. Fret not thyself because of evildoers, neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity. They shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good. So shalt thou dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Commit thy way unto the Lord, trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. And he shall bring forth thy righteousness as the light, and thy judgment as the noonday. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospereth in his way, because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not thyself in any wise to do evil. Verse number 11, but the meek shall inherit the earth, and they shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. If you will, let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for the opportunity to be in your house. We appreciate the opportunity to speak to these wonderful folks. And now, Lord, I pray for the anointing of the Holy Ghost that would settle into this place. Touch my heart, Lord, that the words that come out will be spirit and life to your people. Hide me, Lord, in the cross that they may see you and not me. Lord, that they will hear your voice and not mine tonight. And God, take these words, drive them deep into the heart of the hearer and encourage and stir and meet us in an altar. God, as we prepare ourselves for eternity, and we give you praise, honor, and glory. In Jesus' name, the congregation said, amen. I want to talk to you for just a little while tonight on the cure for life's complications. The cure for life's complications. I hear in this psalm the cry of someone whom, for whom life has become complicated. And uh, how well we all know that, amen, that life can become very complicated. Sometimes it can become complicated in a matter of moments. It changes quickly sometimes. Trouble has a way of being tiresome and traumatic to us. 
Discouragement is draining to our experience and stress uh, brings strain upon our, our, our life in every form and fashion. And our confidence in the Lord becomes shaken, amen, by the uncertainties and the unexpected and the unexplainable things of life. How sad it is when we often find ourselves in these places that we tend to become fretful and worrisome. Hallelujah. When things are out of our control. Oh, how many control freaks have we got in the house? Hallelujah. I got one to confess. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. When things get out of our control, amen, it has an effect upon us. And here the psalmist gives us a clear command that we are not to be fretful over the prosperity of the wicked. Hallelujah. Our, our scripture reminds, and this psalm will go on to remind us that, amen, the, the prosperity of the wicked shall soon end. Hallelujah. But he gives us, uh, amen, if you will, this command to not be fretful. Oh, how many times that, amen, we wring our hands when, when things are going topsy-turvy and, and things ain't going the way we want or, or things just simply ain't working out and, and sometimes I scratch my bald head and I wonder, uh, amen, how's this going to work out and, and how's this ever going to be what it ought to be uh, and I begin to fret and I begin to worry uh, and if we're not careful, uh, amen, we worry ourselves, uh, amen, into ulcers uh, and I'm not taking, amen, away from any battles, uh, amen, that you may have or face, uh, amen, but I want to tell you, uh, it's not the plan of God uh, for us to worry ourselves to death. Hallelujah. Amen. When we begin to become fretful, when we begin to be anxious and, and, and begin to try to take things into our own hands and take them out of the hands of God, we oftentimes escalate those complications and those conflicts. Hallelujah. But our text tonight serves as an anchor point, if you will, that is deeply entrenched in the bedrock of our Lord Jesus Christ that gives us a stability and a strength when the floods of life, amen, come against us. I'd like to ask you tonight, what are you anchored in? What are you anchored into tonight? On what does your hope rest? And I'll ask you, whom have you put your faith and trust in. Amen. Later on in this same psalm, David would say, I've been young and now I'm old and I have not seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging bread. I have been there, amen, when I thought things wouldn't ever be better. They'd been a certain way for so long. Amen, a matter of fact, they'd been that way all of my life long. And I remember a man of God saying to me, it won't always be this way. And I wasn't being disrespectful. I really wasn't, but I said in my heart, it always has been Amen, but I can tell you tonight, uh, amen, some 10 or 12 years later, uh, amen, after going through the storm uh, and going through the trial, uh, it's not like it was. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, it's better than it ever was. Uh, amen, why? Because we got to hold on uh, to our faith in God. Amen. We get this negative command here, fret not. And it's quickly followed by five positive commands. Hallelujah. Amen. In other words, don't fret. And here's how you don't do it. Hallelujah. Amen. There's five words there. Trust, delight, commit, rest, and wait. 
Oh, hallelujah. To me, there is a, a, a progression, if you will, in these verses, amen, that will help us. Uh, and I'd like to encourage somebody tonight. Uh, I don't know what your battle is or what your problem may be, uh, amen, but I believe in this text tonight, uh, there is a cure to overcome uh, the complexities of life. Yeah. Amen. amen. We see it often in the scripture uh, we see a progression and we see it in Isaiah 40 and 31 but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength they shall mount up with wings as eagles they shall run and not be weary and they shall walk and not faint and although that's probably the reverse of how we like to do it oh hallelujah Amen, but can I tell you, I want to be flying when he says fly. I want to be running when it's time to run. But when it's time to walk, I want to be walking. I want to have that confidence in God and remember that our walk with God is an upward road. It's an upward way. It's a growth way. It's a maturing way. The road to heaven is an upward road. The road to hell is a downward road. Our Christian life should show evidence or proof that we are growing and maturing in the Lord. One of the greatest mistakes we make as children of God when there are problems that arise in our life is we begin to focus, focus on the problem instead of the God that is beyond the problem. Right. Hallelujah. As long as we concentrate on all that is wrong in our lives. I mean, you ever saw that person there? Amen. They look like they always got a cloud of rain above them. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to be careful here. Amen. But I, every now and then we'll run into them folks. Amen. You know better than to ask them how they're doing. Unless you got an hour to sit and listen uh, and them tell you about everything that's wrong. And I'm not making light of what's wrong. Uh, I know people got battles, uh, amen, but you just kind of learn, amen. Uh, amen, some folks, uh, amen, all they want to focus on, uh, amen, is what's going wrong in their lives. Uh, and they're unable to concentrate uh, on the glory and the power of God. Uh, I want to encourage somebody tonight. Uh, I know we got battles. Uh, I know we got troubles, uh, amen, but I want to tell you there's a God that's greater, uh, there's a God that's bigger and just because you can't explain it, just because it was unexpected, just because it came out of nowhere, doesn't mean that God's not able, amen, to carry you through to the other side. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This first word, I need to hurry, I don't want to take long. This first word is trust. The Bible said trust in the Lord and do good. Amen, this word trust means to put your confidence in something or someone. Amen, this is what we got to do. Amen, we find, I, I listened tonight to prayer requests and, and, and several different ones made mention that I, I need direction in my life and we all understand that. Amen, but when I don't know what to do, I've put my confidence in him. Hallelujah. I don't put it in my flesh because I know I'm, I, I'm weak. I know without the help of God, I can do nothing. There's no good in me. Amen. But my confidence is in him. Amen. Psalm 115, 11, ye that fear the Lord, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. 118 and 8, it is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in princes. And I wonder sometimes, and I run the risk of you misunderstanding me when I say this. 
But I wonder sometimes if our complications don't come because we put too much confidence in others instead of in God first. Hallelujah. Help me, Holy Ghost. Amen. Proverbs 3 and 5, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. Amen. Proverbs 29, 25, the fear of man bringeth a snare, but whoso putteth his trust in the Lord shall be safe. Amen. Who you got your trust in tonight? Have you misplaced your trust? Get it back in the Lord of glory. Get it back in the Christ on the cross. Amen. The Christ of the empty tomb. I want to tell you tonight, he'll do the trust even when you can't trace him. Even when you can't figure out amen, which direction he's taking you. Just trust him because he's able. Trust means to run quickly to for refuge. Trust is faith and faith cures fretting. A fretful heart is not a trusting heart. Let me move quickly to this word delight. Thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. This word delight is an interesting word. It means to make soft or tender, to refresh yourself, to find enjoyment or pleasure. Whew. Ain't that what we've been doing here tonight? Oh, it's, it's all this singing's been wonderful. Hey, man, but I want to tell you, I delight in the Lord. I love being in His presence. I love basking in his grace. I love feeling his mercy. I like it when it was like it was last Sunday night at home. Amen. Just one of them times. Amen. When God just kept moving, people kept lingering in the altar. Amen. And my youngest daughter, Molly, back there, 19 year old, I looked over in a little while. Amen. Her hands was up in the air and she was praising God. And I could tell she was getting close. Amen. To receiving the baptism. I run back up on the pool pit in that little church and, and Megan went to motion for me to get down there but the time I got down there she's already baptized in the Holy Ghost amen speaking in other tongues amen I want to tell you tonight when we begin to delight ourselves in the Lord amen there's some good things that can take place Woo. hallelujah many times many times we are hurt and by others, and we feel neglected, or sometimes we feel cheated. But can I tell you, when we look to the Lord, when we put our expectation in Him, He ain't never done me nothing but good. Hallelujah. God is good all the time, all the time. God is good. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Psalm 62 and 5 My soul, wait thou only upon God. For my expectation is from him. Delight thyself in the Lord. The scripture said, and he will give thee the desires of thine heart. Yeah. We, we live in a culture where we want what we want. Yeah. We want it now. We want it 10 minutes ago. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. Amen. Instantaneous generation. Amen. But I want to tell you, when you begin to delight yourself in the Lord, you will only want those things that pleases Him. 
when you begin to delight yourself in the Lord, you will only ask for those things that are in accordance with his will. The natural man would ask for many things, amen, that grace would never grant, amen, but when you truly begin to delight in the Lord, when you truly get to that place, amen, where you fall in love with him like you should, and your expectation is to him, I'll tell you what he'll do, he'll begin to give you those desires, he'll begin to work and to move in your life. When we surrender on our end, holy to God. Oh yes, we will find a delight in the Lord that we have never known. We can find a peace that passes all understanding. Amen. We drove down the road yesterday and uh, we stopped to get something to eat late yesterday evening. And while we were sitting there, Molly said to me, she said, Dad, she said, you remember that one battle I talked to you about? I said, yeah. She said, since Sunday night, it's been gone. She said, he tried to bring it back a time or two, but said, they did, it, I wasn't going to let it happen. Hallelujah. When we begin to delight ourselves in the Lord. Let me move hurriedly to this word commit. Commit, verse 5, commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. I really don't have to ask tonight, because we're all facing complications. There's not a one of us, I dare say, that doesn't have conflicts, maybe even catastrophes in our life. But the answer to our problem is not running to the world. Amen. It's not running to some other entity. Amen. But it's committing ourselves to God. Hallelujah. Amen. The word commit means to roll. Whether it is rolling up or rolling away or rolling together. And you see, when you commit, to commit involves surrendering. Amen. If I had a, if I had a big old uh, basketball or a big old ball that we could bounce around and uh, I begin to roll it toward Brother Shad, amen, I would no longer have control of that ball. I wouldn't control where it goes. I couldn't control who gets it next. Uh, it would be somebody else's. Uh, amen. Uh, and that's what the Lord would like for me and you to do tonight. Uh, he'd like for us to bring those, those problems. Uh, he'd like for us to bring those battles. Uh, he'd like for us to bring those hurts. Uh, amen. Those complications. Uh, amen. Those conflicts. Uh, those uncertainties that we're facing. Uh, he'd like for us to bring them to him uh, and roll them out on this altar. Uh, and when we go out the door, uh, we're no longer in control uh, because he working for us. It's up to him to take care of it. It's on him. Why? Because we're committing it to him. We're surrendering it to God. Why would you want to carry a burden that God would gladly care for you? Psalm 55 and 22 Cast thy burden upon the Lord and he shall sustain thee and he shall never suffer the righteous to be moved. We are to cast or throw our burden upon the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Trust, delight, and commit. Amen. 1994, July of 1994, I was 18 year old, just graduated from high school, just started dating my precious wife. And uh, if you've ever been to the Bond 
a campground there where close to where we live. If you're coming out of the driveway of that campground, there's a house that's right directly in front. We was framing that house. And uh, my dad, there's, there's two dormers on the front of that house. He had him a, he had him a scaffold made up so he could sit there and work on them. And uh, me and my brother was putting the fly rafters on that house up on the highest part of it. We was cutting. They, it was a steep roof. And uh, after we cut a few places, Brother Ashton, they got sawdust got on that roof. We had walked all over that roof, some 200 sheets of 5-8 OSB board on that roof, hadn't had no trouble whatsoever. But when we got that saw up there and that sawdust got on that thing, whoo, it got slick. Hallelujah. And I was walking across the top of that roof, and uh, I was about in the dead center where those two dormers was at the peak, and all of a sudden, I know you have trouble believing this, but my feet came out underneath me. And I started down. And I mean, the further I went, the faster I was going. And, uh, but I began to assess the situation real quick because I really won't want to hit the ground. I mean, it just don't feel good. And, uh, but I looked as I real quick, I, I looked there, set my dad. He didn't even realize what was going on. He, all, he finally kind of looked around as he saw me sliding and scooting. And, uh, but I figured out real quick, he was wedged in pretty good. You know, and he, he wasn't, he's certainly not as big as I am now, and he wasn't then either. I'm the biggest out of three boys. And uh, so as I came by him, I done the only thing I know to do. I'm here to tell you, I turned him completely around from where he is sitting. Amen. Just about drug him off that scaffold. He said, boy, what are you trying to do? Get me killed? I said, no, I'm trying not to fall. Hallelujah. And I want to tell you, there's been more than one time in my life. There's been more than one time in my experience when I thought, sure, I was going to fall. But I had to commit my way to God. God, you're going to have to come to me. I'm reaching out with everything I've got. Amen. To break this fall. God, I'm looking to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Peter said, casting all your care upon him. For he careth for you. Proverbs 16 and 3. Commit thy works unto the Lord. And thy thoughts shall be established. God promises to help us. And take care of us. If we will trust him. And roll our cares upon him. He will vindicate us. He will maintain our integrity. And he will do what we cannot do. For ourselves. Hallelujah. Commit thy way. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Commit thy way to God. The weight which makes thee faint. Worlds are to him no load. To him breathe thy complaint. He who for winds and clouds maketh a pathway free. Through waste or hostile crowds will make a way for thee. Hallelujah. When you trust and delight yourself in the Lord, it's not hard to commit your ways unto him. A man had a dream. And in his dream, there was a huge boulder in this man's yard. And in his dream, the Lord told him to go out and push against that boulder. So the next day, he went out two or three different times, bless you, and he began to push with everything he had in him. Against that big old boulder. Of course, it didn't move. For two, three times a day for the next two months, 
out there every day. Probably look crazy to a lot of people. He's pushing. Giving it everything he had. Big beads of sweat popping out. Straining and pushing. And after two months, nothing. So he went to prayer. He said, Lord, I've been pushing against that rock two or three times a day for two months now. And you've still not moved that rock. The Lord said, son, I didn't tell you to move that rock. I told you to push against it. And said, look at you. Said, your shoulders are strong. Your hands, they've become massive. Your hands and your fingers are large. Your hands are calloused. You see, my child, I've been getting you ready for what I had planned for you in the future. And if you hadn't have done this, you wouldn't be ready. But now you're strong enough to handle what I have for you. Hallelujah. Do we trust tonight that God knows what's best? Hallelujah. Do we trust Him tonight that He knows what's best? Psalm 37 and 7, rest in the Lord. How do you rest in the Lord? It's not as hard as you think when you've done trusted Him. You've done delighted in Him. You've done got it committed to Him. You can just rest in Him and then wait for Him to move like He said He would. Hallelujah. Let's be submissive to Him. The psalmist reminds us not to fret, but let God fight the battle for us like the sister just sang. And God always deals with the wicked. Verse 17 tells us, But the Lord upholdeth the righteous. How are you still standing? The Lord's got me propped up. Hallelujah. God is worth waiting for. It's worth waiting for His will, for His plan. Time is no matter to Him. He is never before His time. And He is never too late. I read the story recently and I've probably told it several places. But it still touches me. I read about that little missionary lady. She was working on a Sunday afternoon in the mission house. And she was sitting in the middle of the floor. All kinds of mission literature spread out, working tirelessly, but tired. A native lady came in and uh, said to her, said, and sat down by her, said, you need to lean against me and rest. Oh, no, I can't do that to you. She said, if you love me, lean hard. Now I'll tell somebody today, and I'm fixing to turn this back to your pastor. I'd like to tell somebody today, if you love him, lean hard on him. He'll hold you up, and he'll be the cure that you need. Let's lift our hands to heaven. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Someone to come get ready to sing. If you love me, lean hard. Hallelujah. Let's stand if you would. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I have felt his sweetness today. And I feel it even now. I know from area to area, a lot of times our battles doesn't change. It's because we're people. 
And we face complexities and complications. We face uncertainties. But I want to tell you, God's got a voice. And he's saying to somebody, if you love me, won't you come to this altar and lean hard tonight? Just come roll that burden over on me. Those things you don't understand, come tonight. Roll that burden over on me. This altar is open tonight. I preach the best I know how to you.